started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. All right, so uh, welcome to City Girls Make Do, the best podcast on earth that's about sex in the city, HBO's hit show from the 90s. Uh, so my name is Stephanie, a.k.a. a loser, leper, and a whore. <laughs> and uh, tonight I'm joined by uh, the wonderful Summer. Yeah, my name is Summer, a.k.a. full frontal friend of the show. Oh, I love that. That's really good. <laughs> um, yeah, so normally I'm joined by Alex. Uh, she couldn't be here tonight, so we got friend of the show, Summer, to come on in and uh, analyze episode three. So we're going to have a good time uh, talking about episode three tonight, which is called The Bay of Married Pigs, which I just, like, episode title watch, I just want to say the show does a really interesting job with uh, titles. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like last week's was models and uh, I can't remember last week's was models and something. The first one was just sex in the city, but there's some really good ones coming up. I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, I'm so. excited. Um, yeah. So I guess let's just get started with the episode. So, um, yeah, so it's called the Bay of Married Pigs. I'm excited to do an episode about being married as a as oh, noted true. married person. True, you are. Okay, so we're going to have some interesting talks in this episode then about like marrieds versus unmarrieds cuz like that's the big thing about this episode right. is like married people versus singles and um not that I'm single, I guess, but I'm not married. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, do they hate each other? And do they have a full-on war going out between them, as they seem to think? So, um... <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Like, they just... We, we hate each other. Like, that... Like, <laughs> the fact that I'm... The fact that I'm not married makes you hate me. <laughs> so... It's true. It's very true. No, it's not yep. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I guess this episode starts with Carrie is going to, or she has this married couple of friends named Patience and Peter, which I really hate because no one on the show can have a goddamn normal name. <laughs> I was like thinking it sounded a lot like a, like a kid's book. Like, now we're going to teach the rabbit Patience. Patience and Peter. <laughs> it's so true, though. It's it's just like they're not, Peter's a real name, but I don't even know. They're her married <laughs> friends. I don't and- know anyone named Peter, so... I probably do, but they're forgettable if I do. So. <laughs> um, my also, what I really loved is like she starts this episode by saying one of the best things about living in a city like New York is leaving it, which like that makes no <laughs> fucking sense. Like, Just live somewhere else. I don't. Well, the number of times in this series that they're like, I couldn't live anywhere but Manhattan is like. Uh, they seem to hate it a lot for how much they pretend to like it. I think they just hate the people there, but it's also just because they're the worst. So, yeah. um. <laughs> by the way, I want to say I have been to New York and it definitely is just like that. Really? Well, good to know, because yes, like, yeah. as we mentioned before, <laughs> Alex and I have both never been to New York before. So maybe we just don't know anything. Yeah, it's kind of just wild. But like, to be fair, we pretty much live in like the New Yorks of our respective countries. Like I live close to Toronto and she lives in London. So, you know, we're like, 
we're most of the way there. We can I can comment yeah. on like Canadian New York City, basically. Yeah. Um so uh so Carrie's like going to this these married couples uh Hamptons house, I guess. And like it basically starts with them like I guess Carrie saying like everyone who visits them has to sing for their supper. So like giving them advice on stuff. Like if you're an investment broker, you'll give them investment advice. So like single friends go and give tidbits about their sex lives. And I just like the look that they give when Carrie is talking about her sex life is it's amazing. It's so gross. It's so gross. <laughs> Why are they doing that? I don't know. Are they just so bored with their own sex lives? Like This is a weird myth because like, I don't know, like it, when you're with a stranger, you're so worried about appearances, basically, that I feel like rarely you end up getting what you want. But when you've been with someone for a lot longer, I feel yeah. like you, you're a lot more likely to have a more fulfilling love life. Exactly. Because you, you don't have to worry about, like, being weird about it. You know what I mean? True. <laughs> no, for sure. And they're, like, I guess, like, the show is trying to play up the whole thing that's, like, if you've been married for a long time, you're just, like, so bored with each other and never want to sleep with each other. I don't Miserable know. sponge. Well, yeah. Like, God, I was at Bulk Barn today, which I think is just a Canadian chain, and they have, like, these wedding toppers, and they had this one of a bride who was, like, holding on to her groom as he's trying to run away. Nice. Like, for a cake topper. And I showed it to my friend, and I'm just like, I love straight people. <laughs> Why are you getting married? You make it seem miserable. You're supposed to love each other. Like, fuck off. I hate people. Yeah. I hate people who are just miserable. Uh, not miserable. I'm miserable. But, like, I hate people who are miserable on purpose. It's fun to be miserable. <laughs> It's fine to be miserable, but, like, love your partner. Ugh, I don't know. It's just frustrating <laughs> to me. But uh, but anyway, yeah, she's, like, telling them about her sex life. And they're, like, holding hands and just, like, staring at mm. Carrie so intently. And just, it's so bizarre to me. It's, like, they're, they're just, like, craving, like, living vicariously through, vi- vicariously through Carrie. <laughs> Sorry, oh, that's the kind of thing Carrie would okay. say. <laughs> um... But then, like, Carrie wakes up in the morning and she does this, like, stretch, which just is, like, the fate. Like, literally no one does that when they wake up in the morning. (laughs) But then she, like, walks out of the room and Peter's just standing there. This is my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. He's just completely, like, he's not completely naked, but he's, like, wearing a shirt, no pants, no underwear, just completely, like, nonchalant drinking a coffee and just starts talking to her. Yeah. Her full frontal friend. Yes, and she, like, her voiceover, she's like, that's way too much Peter before coffee. (laughs) I think it's way too much Peter after coffee, too. Like, I don't know if it's mm, that different. It's way too much Peter ever. I kept waiting for them to, like, come back to this or something and, like, explain, like, why the fuck this happened. (laughs) But they never, they just kind of, they're like, that was weird. (laughs) Yeah, we never find out from the husband, like, why he did it. Like, they they ponder on it, but he never explains why it happened. Or, like, he never apologizes for it either. (laughs) It's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. I do have, I had a friend, and again, he was married, so maybe this is just a married dude thing, but he would go pee and like leave the bathroom door open just even when he had guests over and it was always really weird. Oh my God. So I don't know, maybe that's just a weird thing that dudes like to do. 
Hopefully someone will see my dick today. Oh, and not the person who's supposed to see it every day till I die. <laughs> like, uh, and, and clearly the wife is not chill about it because it's not like she was like, oh yeah, he just does that. I was half expecting it to be like, oh, we want you to join us <laughs> or something you know, like that. That almost would have made more sense. Like, yeah. none, of this, none of this makes sense. Like, Carrie, <laughs> and my favorite part is when she tells her about it, she's like, oh, yeah, I saw him without his underwear on. And then she's like, by the way, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, don't. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like, maybe read the room, Carrie, because, like, you can tell that the wife is, like, not chill about it. And so she just goes in and says the most inappropriate thing she can possibly say. I guess she panicked or something. <laughs> But I like how the wife the wife is just like, honey, did Carrie see your dick? <laughs> did Carrie see your dick in the hall? <laughs> did Carrie see your dick? <laughs> oh my god, that killed me. It's so good. And then he's just again so nonchalant about everything, just like, yeah, on my way to the bathroom. <laughs> like <laughs> He's got that po- that polite cat face on just like twenty four seven. Oh, polite the cat is yes. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> oh god. Polite the cat did you see polite the cat's dick in the hall? <laughs> This makes no sense if people don't know who Polite the Cat is, but it's a really good cat on the internet, so... Um, but I guess, yeah, so she's not impressed. And then Carrie, like, goes back to the city and has brunch with the girls. And I wish that was me. It looked really good. Um, so she's telling, she's telling her friends about it. And they're all, like, kind of wondering why he would do that. Like, if he just wanted to show it off and stuff. And, like... Like a baboon. (laughs) Oh, no. Not like a baboon. And then the waiter comes over with, like, pepper to put on their meals. And he, like, holds it really, like like it's a phallic object (laughs) yeah he holds it like it's his dick he holds it like it's a dick i'll say it yeah and the girls are all kind of accepting pepper from him and samantha's like i think everyone at this table has a (laughs) lot of fresh pepper yeah (laughs) i'm never gonna get pepper on any of my salad ever again no right for me i just don't understand like it's like yeah it's phallic but it's also just not it's just a pepper mill it's just a pepper. Yeah, it's, it was weird. And then after after Samantha says that, the other girls are like, I'm good. Yeah. I think um, someone, in the, someone in the Discord, I think it was Scout, I want to say, pointed out that there was like Spongebob music playing while this was happening or something. Yes, and I didn't have a chance to listen to it. I, I didn't go listen to it either, but apparently there's Spongebob music, which I love. That's great. I need to go listen to it after because like I was uh, I was out all day, so I didn't get to read the comment about it, but I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I don't know Spongebob that well, but they like... They should just I, replace all the music with Spongebob music. Just some, some Tiny Tim. If they opened the episode every week instead of with like the Sex and the City theme, if they opened it up with like, who lives in a... <laughs> Pineapple in Manhattan. <laughs> I don't even know, but if they opened it every week with that, I would love it. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, more pirates. <laughs> uh, that would be better. It would probably make the show a little bit better. But absolutely, definitely. <laughs> Carrie was just replaced by SpongeBob. Miranda was re- Miranda was replaced by Squidward, and I don't know who oh the other god. two would be. <laughs> um, God, I guess. Uh, well, Miranda seems like, yeah, Squidward, and then probably Charlotte Charlotte would be Sandy. and Yeah, Charlotte would be Sandy, uh, I think. Or, or a Patrick? Man, I don't know. These these characters don't translate very well. <laughs> no, Sim- Sandy might be a little bit too adventurous to be Charlotte. 
Um, That's true. Yeah. But I don't know. There's not really a character on SpongeBob whose role is like the slut of the group. So like, <laughs> I don't think we could get like a Samantha. It, but It's Gary, I think. <laughs> it could be Gary. Gary is the known slut of SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> This is a really good question. These are really deep, th- <laughs> really deep thoughts. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> do you mind if I crack open a Lacroix one? Oh, I do not mind at all. Even though I, I constantly am thinking about how much I hate how the name is said the wrong way. But oh, how but, is it supposed to be said? Well, that's how it is supposed to be said. But I, my brain reads it like French. Oh, but, I was so scared. Because no, because because Lacroix is like the way the company says it because it's like based off of the river or this whatever that's called that but like my brain reads it like french which would be like la croix Ooh, that's way prettier well it's it just makes sense if you know french but anyway it, i think it i think it only annoys canadians so <laughs> <laughs> i just found out that la uh, croix was uh, originally intended to be like a women's drink apparently that's how it was marketed oh, originally interesting. so interesting. it's an appropriate drink for the it's show it's an appropriate drink for the show, cracking open a La Croix with the With bitches. the city girls. With the city girls. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a glass of normal water, unfortunately. Um, but I do have a Perrier in my fridge. I could drink that instead. So I love me a sparkling water because I'm a fancy bitch. Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we can get back to the episode. Um, so... Basically, like, after this whole pepper dick discussion, um, they're talking about married people versus singles, and Miranda's basically bringing up the point that, like, you know, when friends get married, we single people become the enemy, and uh, Samantha's like, married women feel threatened because we can have sex anytime, anywhere, with anyone, (laughs) and and they think that, oh, since they can do that, that they're going to do that with, like, their husbands, (laughs) which, sure. Um, Charlotte is kind of like, I would never sleep with a married man. And Samantha's just, she, Samantha brings up a good point, which is how do you know you haven't? Yeah. Unfortunately, like in the airline business, a lot of pilots do that where they take off their wedding rings. It's very, very common. Ugh, that's gross. I mean, yeah. I guess I feel like it's not just a pilot thing, but like. Oh, no, no, not by any means. It's still unfortunate. Don't cheat on your partners, people. Don't do it. Yeah, don't cheat. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. It's bad and it's bad. And love your partner. That's that's the moral of this show. Yeah, love your partner, please. Well, it's the moral of City Girls Make Do, not the moral of Sex in the City, but... <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Anyway, yeah. Um, and <laughs> Carrie has this great voiceover bit where she's like, Charlotte treated marriage like a sorority. She was desperately hoping to pledge, <laughs> which like Carrie, but it's true. So that really is Charlotte. That's like her role. Um, there are a lot of a lot of people like that too. I just kind of want to get married true. to be married or it's whatever. It's true, and we we do see that in this episode for sure. People, like, oh yeah, who, who want to get married just for that. So, and then well, yeah, Charlotte says like she hates when you're at the only single person at a dinner party, and then people look at you. Uh, and so Carrie says like a loser. Miranda says like a <laughs> leper, and Samantha mm. says like a whore. Nice. <laughs> Which, Got I don't em. know. I mean, none of those sound good, but I, no. I guess I would be fine with if I went to a party and everyone looked at me like a whore, but not like a leper. I don't know. Like, who who are your friends at that point? That seems like you need to get new friends. You need new friends. That seems like a person problem. 
There's a, a talking heads bit in this scene uh, with, I think it's in this scene, with like uh, a woman and her husband like at dinner and she's just like scathingly uh, talking to single women as if they're just <laughs> monsters. Um, oh but God, the yeah. thing that stood out to me most about it was how her husband, was, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, but he was just sitting at the table just like staring blankly ahead, like just not moving at all. And it was I so funny to me. I did notice that. I did and I wasn't... <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was staring at her or at the wall or what, but it's like it's like they're making it look like this the married friends are like comfortable but miserable. Just robots now. Yeah, and she's just like going off about how much she like her single friends just depress her the hell out of her because it's like, yeah, I remember when I used to be that desperate. And like mm. literally I have never had this experience. Like I no. mean I've worked with a lot of people before who have been either like married or or like in long term relationships and they've never like looked down on me for being yeah. if anything, the thing I've seen has been more like single people being looking at people who are like in long term committed relationships being like, Wow, yeah. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. Which is also shitty. Like, let people be happy with whatever they're doing, <laughs> but like it's everybody's going through something different. Yeah, exactly. We're on and our so, own journeys. Exactly. And so but but clearly there's some, you know, some hatred in this episode between both oh, of yeah. them. <laughs> which is yeah, so that's like the main theme of this episode, because Carrie is kind of her question. So like almost episodes Carrie has a question. And this week is is there a secret cold war between marrieds and singles? Is an interesting way to put it. Um, <laughs> okay, so if, if there's this cold war between marrieds and singles, which side are the marrieds and which side are the singles? I need <laughs> I've been thinking about this. It's <laughs> uh, a good question. Uh, hmm. I feel like maybe the singles are capitalism because it's like people trying to get this like instant gratification maybe with like new experiences, whereas marriage would be like the communism because they're trying to share something with another person. And exactly, I think that's I think that's where I'm falling on this. So. So get married so you can join the KGB. Yeah, get married and join the KGB. I like it. I like it. It's good. And what they needed to do in this episode was to just tear down that wall and just learn to love each other. <laughs> oh, that would have been nice. Tear down this pussy. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't, Mr. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Gorbachev is still alive. He could be hearing this. If you're listening. Mr. Gorbachev, if you're listening, please do not tear down this pussy. <laughs> um, I was going to say that, um, want to say, when you get married, it does feel like you join some weird club, though. Because, like, suddenly it does feel like you you start hanging out with more married couples and they're all like, oh, you're married, too. and But there's, like, not anything that actually changes about the relationship, I, it's as, true. As far as I'm aware, especially in 2018, it's just like it's just like a serious relationship where you share a bank account, basically. Yeah, pretty much. You live together, share stuff, and you know, like maybe consult each other on important decisions, which you probably do in a long term relationship anyway. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. 
pretty much. There's not a huge difference anymore. Yeah, there really isn't. They really treat it like it's this huge thing. And I don't know, maybe it's also because like in this show, I mean, the main girls, they're in their 30s, whereas like we're in our 20s. And so I guess maybe the the difference isn't as, I don't know, maybe it's That's different true. when you're in your 30s. Yeah. Where they're kind of like, oh, you're still single. Um, yeah. But I feel like things have changed since That's the 90s true. in that respect, too. Like, people are just getting married later or not at all. Um, and so there's a there's a difference. I guess the next scene, Carrie is uh, with Stanford. Oh, yeah, that's his name. I have such a hard time with names. I have, like, name blindness. Stanford says, it's not a Cold War, it's an all-out battle. Which, <laughs> like, literally, what are you talking about? People throwing things at each other. <laughs> It's it's wild. And he's like the whole point of this scene is basically for him to kind of be like, you know, like the it's even what it's like it's even worse for gay people, but then they don't really expand on it at all because there's no gay no. characters in the show other than like Stanford and one other guy like a few seasons from now, but yeah, the writers were like, I'm sure it's, it's it must be harder for gay people, but I'm not going to figure out why, so I'll just say that. Well, I want to say that I want to say like the main producer of the show is a gay guy, but I am not sure. Don't fact check me. Okay, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> um, but oh yeah, and I guess the other point of the scene is because uh, they run into these two guys, and I guess Carrie used to date one, but now he's gay. I guess, and they're right. life partners, and so they ask Carrie if she to donate her eggs. <laughs> This was a really, really weird thing that happened. And it also, like, when I saw it, I was like, who does that? And then I was like, oh, one of my friends did this to me. Literally, <laughs> one, of, you had uh, a- one of my coworkers literally asked me, not for my eggs, but he asked me to surrogate for his child. Oh my he was God. like, I already have a great egg donor, but I need a surrogate. And I was like, okay, first of all, fuck you for not asking for my eggs. Am I really that ugly? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god, fuck you for not asking for my eggs. <laughs> but I couldn't like I I thought he was joking, but he was like he kept looking at me like, "Well?" And I was like, "Are you ser- no. I can't believe people people just do that. People will just do it. I mean, I guess if you're a really generous person, but that is a huge ordeal to put your body <laughs> yeah. through. Like, no I mean, kidding. This, that is a real trope that's come up in a couple different TV shows now. Like, like Friends had that, but I guess it was a little different because like it was her brother. But that even makes it worse. I don't know. And then, yeah. um, it's always Sunny in Philadelphia had like a surrogate baby thing when when Caitlin Olsen got pregnant. I guess. But it's like, who, who, I cannot, there's not a person in the world who could ask me to be a, no. like, be their surrogate. And I would say yes. Like, I'm like, that, that <laughs> fucks up your body. Like, having kids yeah. for yourself, that's one thing. But like, that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't even know if I'm like fully committed to the idea of like getting pregnant just for myself. Like, that yeah. would take so much like mental power to get over. But doing it for someone else and don't even like get anything out of it. Fuck no. That. I'm- I'm I'm a nice person, but I am not a very nice person. I'm only a little bit of a nice person, so I'm not doing that for anybody. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> I think it's reasonable too, but but apparently people being out there asking for surrogates or eggs. So uh, Carrie's like, I was no longer considered a person. I was now an egg farm, 
which, Yikes. I mean, I guess they really didn't care much about her other life going on. I mean, they do ask her if she's now married, and they, <laughs> I guess it's one of those moments where people look like her, look at her like she's a leper for not being Aww. married, but, uh, poor Carrie, who oh, doesn't even know Carrie. if she wants to get married, but, <laughs> aww. <laughs> So that was an interesting... Uh, oh, I also made yeah. a note. He Stanford, in this scene, he says, I miss the old times when everyone was alone. Oh my, does he actually say that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love miss that the old so times much. when everyone was alone. <laughs> he also has another really good moment because, like, they basically say, just think about it, and they give her, like, a business card to call him <laughs> back, and Stanford just rips it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stanford. Uh, I love Stanford. True friend. He's really good. <laughs> yeah, he's good. So then I guess the next scene, okay, there's another gay in this scene, in this episode. So the next oh. scene, we have Miranda at a softball game. So oh, it's yeah. A, it, it's a lawyer softball game because she's a lawyer. And, and Miranda uh, looks great in that outfit. Oh, she looks great. And you know what? I understand why people thought she was a lesbian. So like... Because yeah. she's amazing. And also Cynthia Nixon is like a lesbian in real life. So I just found this out today and I was so happy. Oh my it's god. It's really good. It's really, what a really good. Yeah, so one of her friends is like, I found someone for you. I'm gonna set you up and then he brings this person over and it's a girl named Sid. And Miranda's like, Great, great. <laughs> Uh, and Miranda's just like, I'm going to get us a soda. And then she like walks away and then she's like, I'm not gay. <laughs> and the guy like looks her up and down for a second. And then he's like, seriously? <laughs> oh. um, how do I dress gayer? Nobody's ever mistaken me for being gay before. Well, someone has, uh, I don't know how often it happens, but one time I was in downtown Ottawa and a, uh, a homeless person yelled at me, fuck you, you fucking queer. So uh, mm. at least at least one person has mistaken me for gay before. So, okay. Which, I mean, I guess it wasn't a mistake, but. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, I was just about to correct myself. Not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Not mistakenly. I mean, I guess I'm not gay, but he did say you fucking queer, which is not a mistake that's a mean thing to say it truly is like come on don't come don't go throwing around q slurs if you're not gay and also fuck you and also thank you that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me <laughs> yeah i honestly wish someone would say that to me <laughs> right i'm like okay i need to emulate this every day of my life now what were you wearing that day oh i don't remember i was probably wearing like a jean jacket and like i don't even remember i don't even think i looked that gay that day but it, whatever <laughs> it was i guess it worked so. just the vibes but I do always feel like I need to present myself like, I don't know, I feel like the older I get, the gayer I look. And it's like, especially when I'm dating a guy, I'm like, I got to make sure that I dress gay enough that people know that I'm bi. Right. So <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> yeah. I got to gotta put those vibes into the universe. I mean, this episode, Miranda's really just wearing, she's wearing like a, a hoodie, like a loose hoodie and like, like Cynthia Nixon in the show, her hair is, like, this short red, like, she has mm -hmm. short hair throughout the whole show. She That's doesn't cute. wear a lot of makeup. It's she, she looks really good. Like, she looks really good in this episode. She has some really good looks. Oh, um, yes. Like, I guess I understand why someone would assume she was gay, but also it's kind of like, maybe ask someone before you try to set them up with yeah. someone. That's the thing. Like, 
Why would you just assume and not, like, ask first? I don't know. And, like, I guess this is another Friends parallel because we're just hitting off these Friends parallels today. There's an episode <laughs> of Friends where one of Chandler's workmates tries to send, set him up with a guy because he thinks Chandler's gay. And so I don't know if this was just a thing in the 90s, but uh, I don't know. Just mistakes. It's, just maybe just ask your friends if they're gay before you set them up with someone. Like, it's not that hard. Or like maybe just don't set your friends up if you're not sure, because it also it's kind of rude to ask someone if they're gay. But That's true. Yeah. I feel like it's more important to ask than to just assume and set them up with someone, though. Like, at that point, you've you've already, like, <laughs> crossed a bit of a line. Yeah, it's very true. It's it's just kind of awkward. Um, mm-hmm. But like the guy's basically just like, I've never seen you with a guy ever before, and she's she makes a good point, which is like, <laughs> since when does being single mean that I'm gay? Yeah. But like, also, how much better would Sex in the City be if Miranda was like, if she was gay? It would be Honestly, so much better. This is the first time I've actually. So I had never watched a single episode of Sex in the City until you had asked me to be on this episode. So I finally got around to watching the first, second, and then this one. And I was hoping, like, crossing my fingers. I have like, I don't know anything about this show, so I was like, oh, is she yeah. gonna be gay? That would be so <laughs> nice. I really no. wish she was. That would be so nice. It really would be, but unfortunately, the show is made of straights, so. Yeah. So I guess this leads to a situation where Miranda's boss kind of, like, invites the two of them to a dinner party, because they've been, like, even though Miranda kind of says, like, oh, I'm not gay to the to the girl Sid, they still, like, have a good time together and, and play baseball, um, and so they get invited to this dinner party, and he thinks they're a couple, and so they say yes, Because, like, what Miranda says to Carrie is, like, I'm determined to make partner in this firm, even if it means I have to be a lesbian. Yikes. Which is, like, (laughs) uh, Miranda, just... uh, uh, Just be your beautiful self. Ah, this is... Miranda, why do you have to... (sighs) She says, like, um... She says, like, she's... She feels like they're just relieved to, to, like, have figured her out. And I just thought it was really funny that, like, she... She looks apparently so gay that everyone is just relieved to see that she's with a woman. It's like, oh, thank God. I was so confused. Straight people are wild. I don't know. I think it, I think the problem isn't married people trying to figure them out. I think it's like the problem is straight people trying yeah. to be like trying to figure out people's sexualities. And it's like literally it means like it means nothing to you. So, yeah. I don't get it. Unless you're trying to pursue someone and you're like, I think they might be gay, so maybe maybe I shouldn't. Or like, I'm trying to pursue this person, but I, they, they're not gay. I don't know. It's, it's... Uh, yeah, straight people need to just keep their questions to themselves and let people be themselves and everyone will get along. Just fucking chill, straight people. Chill. Come on. They'd really need to chill on this show because they're fucking stupid. But <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of heterophobia on this episode. Oh, uh, whatever. They can suck my dick. Um, <laughs> you heard it here, people. You straights can suck my dick. Um, anyway, I love you all. Um, um, so I guess Carrie's update on her question is: Married people don't hate singles; they just want us figured out. So, so she goes for lunch with her alleged favorite married couple. Everyone has a favorite married couple. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I do. You and you and Noah are my favorite married couple. Oh, so, thank you. Um, so, but to be fair, I also don't know many married couples. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. 
They're hard to come by now. It's weird because she's like, they're my favorite married couple, but I'm pretty sure I've never seen them ever again in the rest of the show. But. <laughs> of course. They are really cute, though. They, they're they have cute. A, a, an adorable little back and forth kind of thing going. Yeah, they seem like they're, you know, like this really good happily married couple who's like, like still has lots of fun with each other and stuff. And I like them. They seem, I don't, I don't even know their names. <laughs> uh, David and Lisa. David and Lisa. Oh, nice, nice, <laughs> nice. I'm really bad at the names. Like, normally we'll be going th- through this, and Alex is like, this was this person's name. It was stupid. And I'm like, I totally missed that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so they're kind of, they're yeah, they're chatting. And Carrie's like, yeah, I kind of like being single. Just sometimes it sucks. Like, you know, at family functions and things like that. But, like, but she doesn't know if she's really the marrying kind of person. Um and then it turns out that this is kind of like a fix-up with their friend Sean. Right. And so this guy shows up, and then him and Carrie end up having coffee alone because, like, they were trying to hook her up with this guy. But, like, he is, like, completely gung-ho on marriage. Like, oh, my he fucking, God, Sean. This guy fucking wants to get married bad. This guy, I don't, it's, like, creepy like there's something some weird ulterior motive that he's got going on i'm sure of it i need to get married maybe <laughs> this it's weekend. like he's in someone's will and he can't get the <laughs> inheritance until he gets married or something like that or i don't know it makes no sense like literally th- that's one thing i never understood is like people who want to get married so bad but they haven't even met a person yet like, they, they don't even have a partner. Yeah, they care more about, like, the marriage certificate than the actual relationship. Yeah, whereas to me, it's all one of those things that's like, if I ever get married, like, great. But, like, it's, like, one day, and then that's great. But it's like, I really care so much more about the actual relationship than yeah, the, the ceremony or anything like that. So, like, I don't understand the whole... And Charlotte is like this throughout a lot of the show, where she just really wants this fairy tale ending. Like, she just really wants to find the perfect guy, get married. But it's always, like, about the fantasy and not about the actual relationship. Right. Mm. And this guy is, yeah. I wrote down for Sean when he appeared. I wrote, uh, he's squeaky clean, looks like a kitchen utensil straight out of the package. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then like, right in the next scene, they're, like, buying a cheese grater. <laughs> Oh my god, they are. Oh wait, before that scene, I wrote down a note, which is, Carrie is holding the tiniest little coffee cup and it's ridiculous. (laughs) Her coffee cup is so small. It's so stupid. I just... Oh my god. It's all they had the budget for. It's true. It's true. Because they are in a pretty nice restaurant. So they're like, let's get this whole set done. But then they're like, oh fuck, she needs a coffee cup. (laughs) And they had like one of those tiny food videos being filmed over in the corner and they're like, oh, perfect. Perfect. This'll do. This'll do. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, I find that so weird that like they go on two dates and then she helps them pick out a cheese grater, which is like yeah. literally who needs help picking out a cheese grater? You go to the store, they're all the same. Like every cheese grater is the same. The only difference <laughs> is sometimes it's got four walls and sometimes it's got one wall. <laughs> like there's, there's two kinds of cheese graters. I don't know if he needed 
help picking those out, but... Maybe it was an electric cheese grater because it was the 90s. Oh, that would be so cool. I would love that. (laughs) It just picks up the cheese with two robot arms. Uh, God, the 90s were wild. I would love if that was real. (laughs) Uh, And they have like the most awkward kiss in the park. And it's Carrie's eyes. Her eyes are open like the whole time. It's really bad. She has this really great comment about him, which is like, he was like the flesh and blood of a DKNY dress. It's not your stuff. Style, but it's right there. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I also I made a note that she her style seems to get like kind of more and more domestic as the dates go on. She's starting to look a bit more like a mom in each scene. Oh, that's actually a really good point. Because yeah, she kind of starts out looking like very single and then she kinda ends up looking kind of more tame, which is unusual for Carrie. Um, um but I guess like this whole relationship isn't a very Carrie like You can tell she's not that into it. She's just trying it on, as she says. So after this, Carrie, or no, yeah, so not Carrie, Miranda is going on her Upper East Side pseudo-lesbian date to a right-wing Republican dinner party, which seems like a weird sentence to say, because is there such a thing as a Republican that's not right-wing? Like, even (laughs) Democrats- It's a little redundant. Even Democrats are reasonably right-wing a lot of the time, so like- I don't know why they needed to say it twice, but but oh my god, but Miranda looks so good. Yeah, I wrote Miranda looks even gayer now. She looks she, great. Miranda looks like a snack and she's got like I don't know, she's like wearing this suit and she's got this like red lipstick on and it's it's a it's a primo look. Like she's looking good. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so they show up at their boss's dinner party and I feel like we don't really see any of the actual party yeah we don't really see any of it they kind of just cuts right to the other party that the other girls are at it's a crime that they just skipped the whole i was so looking forward to peeking in on this disaster of a party but apparently it wasn't that bad but i I wish i could have seen it i wish i could have seen it too instead we see the disaster of the other party oh yeah the really bad noah's ark Uh, party (laughs) oh yes i loved that Uh, it's yeah so so there's a party at Sean's house, so the guy Carrie's been seeing, and, like, everyone there is married. And she says, it's like Noah's Upper West Side rent-controlled arc, which, like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Carrie, can you just talk like a normal person for once can in your life? Can you just use words, please? Like, you can put any words together, and they can mean anything. Anyone can just say anything, yeah. Anyone can just put words together, and that's what Carrie's entire column is, just words put together <laughs> that mean nothing. All Carrie does is just say words. It like she loves like her buzzwords are like Upper East Side, Upper West Side, rent controlled shoes, and oh sex. my god, we need like um a botanic carry column. Oh my god, I absolutely need to write a botanic column. <laughs> with, oh, this is perfect. This can be future Patreon content if we ever go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> really good shit but like they get to the party and samantha just looks so devastated she's like where's the bar (laughs) like the second they get there i need to be drunk i mean mood if i was there i would too i'm like what the fuck all these people are married like uh and she said that and i was literally thinking like could i get away with saying something like that walking into a party because i feel that way sometimes i feel that way like all the time like i don't go to parties very often but like i feel like if i did i would just be so tired already especially and then there's like married couples everywhere and you're like yeah 
Not good. <sighs> Unless the only exception would be like if they were my friends and I was married and then we were like, oh, let's get together. But then it wouldn't be a party. It would be more like yeah. let's get together and play board games or That's something. That's like a double, triple, quadruple date situation. Yeah, because that would be kind of fun. I'd like something like that. But I don't want to go to like a party full of married people where like I'm like you bring your single friends and everyone else is married. It's kind of weird. But if you don't know anyone. But um, so I guess like if Sean takes Charlotte and Carrie into this his office and he's like, one day it's going to be a kid's room. And he has this oh, like mobile and he's just like, I bought this three years ago. And like the <sighs> difference between Carrie and Charlotte's faces is so good because Charlotte's just like, oh, because she's Charlotte and Carrie's just like mortified. <laughs> just terrified which mood but like she's just met this guy they've been seeing each other for like a month at the most and he's like thinking about kids the mobile is hideous also like (laughs) i don't know if you actually like saw what it looked like it's like tiny little cherub like angel faces cut out they just look like they're made out of cardboard he's like i spent so much money on this and i've been saving it for my whole life like get a better one please at at least it's bad (laughs) it's really bad and god i wish i was charlotte or not charlotte god i wish i was samantha instead of charlotte or carrie having to watch this samantha is having the time of her life (laughs) samantha's in the kitchen doing tequila shots (laughs) and she's just like i fucked that guy i fucked that guy i fucked that guy she says you see that buddy over there (laughs) which made me laugh so hard and i was watching this with noah actually and he was like you see that buddy over there is what i say when i see a cat at a party oh my god it's like that's Big true mood. oh Noah, that's so good <laughs> <laughs> noah sent in a question today and i'm so excited to get to it oh later. no <laughs> oh i love it it's really good <laughs> um yeah so charlotte's just kind of talking about like this guy is super serious about Carrie and then like everyone there is talking to Carrie about like how great he is like he loves kids he's great he's so nice I've known him for years and he's amazing and like Carrie's just like fuck holy shit and then the the two people who are like oh we both had sex with him and he's great (laughs) like what what that's so why would you say that I I would never tell that to somebody if they were like getting with someone same i would literally never do that like first of all i'd be like mortified if well i don't know maybe not it depends i just I, it's never something i would say to something i've never no it's met a before. weird thing to say i would maybe say it to someone if they were like a close friend of mine yeah and they were like gonna start dating them or something i'd maybe be like oh yeah but i don't know even then it's weird yeah Ugh, I hated it. And then Carrie runs into Patience and Peter. Which, again, like, does everybody in this, like, I don't understand how everybody runs into everybody all the time. It doesn't make any sense. So, like how Sam always talks about in Jurgenet, Sam and Jordan in Jurgenet, which is their podcast about the secret life of the American teenager, uh, LA is, you know, really tiny. So, I think this is the same thing as New York. It's so, like, show LA is really small. It's like a small town. So, like, show New York is the same thing. It's like a really small town. It's just a block. Where it's like one block and everyone lives on it. Everyone yeah, everyone lives in the same apartment complex. Everyone goes to the same club. Everyone sleeps with the same guy. And it's all rent controlled. <laughs> um, so, and then, but like Samantha's so shit faced. And so she comes up to like these two guys and she's just like, or the, the patients and Peter. And she's like, I heard about you, like Mr. Big Pecker. 
<laughs> and she's just laughing, and everyone is so embarrassed. Oh and I'm like, God, I'm so Samantha. <laughs> like Samantha, just for the rest of the episode, Samantha is like my very favorite character. <laughs> she's a really good. She's so good. She has a really great moment at the end of the episode. I can't wait to get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we get to we get back to Miranda and Sid, but we get, we don't we miss the whole dinner party. It's just them leaving the party. Yeah, and I'm and Miranda confesses to her boss that she's actually not a lesbian, and he has the weirdest reaction ever. Because he's like, oh, my wife will be disappointed. She wanted to add a lesbian couple to their circle, which, like, straight people are so wild. Like, you yeah. coll- are you collecting gays? Like, it's like Pokemon. It's like your Sex in the City amiibos. <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta get all of them. You have to. Otherwise, you can't unlock all of the extra, you know, benefits of the job. Exactly, right? <laughs> God, I would love to have a Miranda amiibo though. Like I'm not oh gonna my lie. God. I would I would buy a Miranda amiibo. I mean, it's basically Urbosa. It basically is, to be honest. Like, not a lesbian, but probably a lesbian, but got that really good red hair and could probably kill me. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> Miranda doing the Urbosa pose, like on the amiibo, which is I can't look at it. I hate it so much. I love Urbosa, but I have the Urbosa amiibo, and now I'm going to just paint it to look like Miranda. Oh, that's so good. Uh, if, if People who don't know what this looks like, please look up the Urbosa amiibo, because it's doing this really bad pose, and it has, like, a plastic stick going up its butt, basically. <laughs> it's great. It's really good. <laughs> uh, and then they get into the elevator, because, like... They're leaving the party, and, like, out of nowhere, Miranda kisses Sid, like, on the lips, and then she's like, yep, definitely straight. Ugh, damn it. I just, it seems so uncalled for to just kiss someone out of nowhere when they're, like, not even on a date, like, a real date with you, like... Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a little bit invasive. But then, like, the girl Sid's just like, the girl Sid's just like, oh, you know, yeah, you definitely are straight. And she's, like, mostly cool with it anyway, but... Because lesbians aren't... Lesbians aren't good at... Or aren't bad at kissing. We're, yeah, they're all good at it. Every single one. That is, in my experience, not true. But... <laughs> or... I, I can't... There's too many negatives going on here. I can't remember what I mean to say, <laughs> but... <laughs> Whatever is the right answer is the one that I mean. Right. Exactly. Anyway, uh, okay, so this is my favorite part of the whole episode. Oh my Um, god, me too. (laughs) I love it so much. This is so good. So, like, Charlotte takes drunk Samantha back to her place, uh, like, Charlotte's apartment, and they're, like, getting into the front door, and Samantha's, like, all intrigued by the cute doorman. She's, like, making eyes at him and stuff. I like him. I like him. He's kind of cute. I like him, yeah. Although he does look like he's, like, 23, and Samantha's, like, 40, but... He looks like a cross between, like, Ansel Elgort and Rob Pattinson. Mm, That makes me like him less. Yeah. (laughs) No, but this is Samantha just, like, absolutely just drooling over him. She's shit-faced. And it's like, (laughs) they go upstairs and, like, Charlotte gets Samantha into bed. And then, like, a little bit later, Samantha, like, sneaks downstairs. She comes downstairs looking like a fucking vampire in the background. Like, all blurry, just swooping in with her enormous black cloak. (laughs) 
Yeah, because she's got this like black robe on, and I'm like, so so the thing about the scene that really weirds me out is like she's at Charlotte's house. So like, was she wearing this before? That's true. Did she take it out of Charlotte's closet? It's probably Charlotte's. I didn't even think of that. Or you know what? It's probably like her lingerie, and then she probably just took the coat out of Charlotte's closet. I think so because like I don't like I feel like Samantha and Charlotte aren't exact. Like they're probably like slightly different sizes. So I feel like she couldn't have just taken the lingerie. I really hope she didn't take the lingerie. (laughs) Oh my god! Please no. Because, like, what she does is she she comes out in this black robe, and she, like, walks in front of him, and she kind of, like, makes eyes at him, and then she, like, lets it fall open, and she's just <laughs> wearing, like, this black lingerie underneath, like, this brawn panties, and it's, like, a busy New York street. Yeah. <laughs> I was panicking watching this. I was kind of just, like, I was stressed out, but I... <laughs> like, put that back on! What are you doing? Yeah, oh my goodness, like, people are gonna see you! <laughs> But yeah, she like invites him upstairs to Charlotte's place. And so he goes up. (laughs) It's so good. Oh my God. Charlotte runs into him when she's getting up to pee. And she's just like, you better not be here when I get out of the bathroom. He holds the door open for her when she goes into the bathroom. (laughs) Oh my God. Such a gentleman. Did you, did you notice his, his accent is like so weird. I couldn't figure out what it was. I could not figure out what it was. It was like he was trying to do like some weird Scottish accent, but it came out like kind of Irish and Australian. I don't know if it was intentional or what. I was really unsure, but also I'm really bad at accents. Like I can't tell apart any accents. It's really bad. And I was just like, yeah, you're not American, I guess, but I don't know where (laughs) you're from. (laughs) So could be from anywhere. He could be from anywhere. It's a mystery. Um, so last scene of the episode, Carrie ends it with Sean. Like, they both want different things, so he's kind of pissy with her a little bit. He's like, all all I ever hear is that you women want to get married, and then no one wants to marry me. And, like, he keeps going through women, and all he wants is to get married. And I just hate it. When we get to this scene, it's like Sean's evil monologue begins. Like, (laughs) he's like... I don't understand you women. And then it like starts zooming in on his face as he sits down in his chair. And I'm just (laughs) expecting some like dramatic, like evil music to start playing. It's such a bad monologue. It's such a bad monologue. And Carrie seems so chill about it. Like she gets like, instead of kind of being defensive, like, hey, what about you think about what I want? She like her reaction is completely different than what I would have been like if that was me she almost looks like sorry for him like oh you're right poor guy i'm so sorry i don't want to marry you (laughs) like even though i just met you and you're kind of weird but her solution is that she knows someone who might be perfect for him (laughs) because charlotte all she wants to do is get married so like they go on some dates and like i don't know they seem like they are the most boring couple in the world i guess and yeah um but charlotte ends it with him because they're looking at china patterns and like he picks out this one pattern he's like i've always wanted this forever and she just gives him this nasty look (laughs) like so appalled i don't think it's going to work out sean you know, Carrie says Sean was American classic and Charlotte was French country. It would never work. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck even? I just, is this really the problems that people have in like serious relationships? Like, I guess. Literally, like, if, if, I cannot even imagine. This is why you only date people 
you only should date people who are 90% interested in Pokemon, 10% interested in other things, because then you just never have to worry about <laughs> shit like this. And you know exactly what to get them for you birthdays. Know, you know exactly that you're, like, you don't even have to think about shit like that. You just get Pokemon everything. Dates, Pokemon Go, it's so easy. That's just all you do. It's really good. But this is the 90s, so, well, they could have played Pokemon, but not Pokemon Go, but... Pokemon Go wasn't out in the 90s? <laughs> Wild. How did they survive? Honestly, what did they even do back then? <laughs> like, I don't know. Just, like, sit around, like, I bet they played Pokemon Go just, like, on paper. Like, analog. Well, they could have just played Pokemon, you know, like, Pokemon Red. Pokemon Stop. There is... <laughs> There is an episode later where, like, Carrie does mention Pokemon at some point, but she says it like oh, my really? mom, where she says Pokemon. Pokemon. Pokemon, or something like that, <laughs> which is, I don't even know. Great. But, yeah, Carrie Bradshaw is Pokemon going to be single forever. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not true, but... Um, <laughs> and I guess she ends the episode by saying... uh Oh, yeah. So she has this really stupid thought. She says, I had a thought. Maybe the fight between marrieds and singles was like the war in Northern Ireland. We're basically all the same, but somehow we wound up on different sides. And then she says, sometimes there's nothing better than meeting your single friends for a night at the movies. And then Respect by Aretha Franklin is playing in the background (laughs) for some reason. I don't understand why. It doesn't seem fitting. No. I did like she had the... The cute 90s leopard print bandana on for that scene, though. And I appreciated that. Oh, she did. She looked really good. It was very good. So overall, what was your thought on the episode? And what is your ranking of the girls from best to worst? Best being um, would hang out with and worst being would kill. Or is there a different ranking system? So best is who were you like you go girl i love you the whole episode and worst is you want to decapitate them with a sword <laughs> okay <laughs> um this episode definitely samantha is at the very top for me same samantha's my top too she really does her in this episode um let's see Miranda has to be number two, mm-hmm. um, mostly just because I think maybe pretending to be gay, not a great thing to do, but she did own up to it in the end, so that was good. It's true. She she had that good character arc, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and she looked great for the whole episode. Yeah. And then, um, geez, Carrie would have to be worst just for lying to herself. <laughs> so I guess uh, Charlotte would be number three. Because I didn't yeah, see much think, of her. I think same order. And this is the second week in a row that we've said Charlotte was like not the worst because she literally did nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> Charlotte will get her day. I promise. Charlotte will have. Yeah. Please do something, Charlotte. Please. She will. Don't worry. She'll have. Some, she has some good episodes coming up. I was looking ahead at some episode synopses and she has some good ones coming up and I'm very excited to talk about them. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good. All right, so I guess we can do questions. So we have two questions this week. So our first question is by friend of the show, Sarah. And she sent in a question that says, which Sex in the City lady is most likely to say the words Tiger Girl Fat Pussy? And which one of them most exemplifies the Tiger Girl Fat Pussy lifestyle? (laughs) So thank you for the question, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) This Um, is a really good question. 
It's a really good question. I feel like, okay, I feel, here's my opinion. I think Carrie would be most likely to say it, and Samantha would be the most likely to live it. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think you're right. I think Samantha's kind of like the obvious answer for who is most likely to live that lifestyle. Yeah. Samantha is all about the pussy lifestyle. I mean, I don't know much about the, like, the overall show at this point, but maybe, like, maybe uh, Charlotte is secretly living the, what is it, the tiger girl fat pussy lifestyle? Mm. I would love to see Charlotte come out of that tiger girl fat pussy closet and let her true stripe show. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't nice. know if that'll ever happen. But I do think that, um, I think you're absolutely right. Like, Carrie is the one who would say it. Because Carrie would write it in her column. She would say something like... It would be the title of the column. It would be like, you know, um, I started to wonder, are single <laughs> girls really the new t- the new tiger girl fat pussy out there? And uh, I don't even know. She would say something, just everything she says makes no sense. She just puts words together, so... Um, so you're right. Carrie would say it and Samantha would live it. Um, nice. Uh, our other question was sent in from friend of the show, Noah, who says, which one vapes? Oh, God. <laughs> so, which, so which one vapes? So do you want to take this one first? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the obvious choice would be Carrie because she smokes. So like True. 2018 reboot, cyberpunk reboot. Um, Carrie would be vaping for sure. But like, I don't know, maybe there's maybe there's a less obvious answer that I haven't thought I of. I feel like vaping is maybe like the kind of thing Charlotte would get into oh, where she's yeah. like where she's like, I don't wanna smoke. I think it's a dirty habit, but if I can vape, then you know, that's maybe fine. And it's like her vice for one episode where she just vapes up a storm <laughs> and like and everyone's like, Girl, you gotta stop <laughs> In this episode, Charlotte vapes. Because I don't, it would definitely not be Samantha. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah, like, I feel like Samantha, like, we've seen her with a cigar in one episode. I feel like Samantha, she's going to do, like, the most big boy thing possible. Like, she's not going to go for a vape <laughs> if she could have, like, a cigar. But she doesn't smoke cigarettes. Um, I don't know. Right. I think it would not be Samantha. But Miranda? Hmm. Whoever it is is going to be, like, absent for that filming and they're just gonna every time that person is supposed to be in a scene it's just like a huge fucking cloud like you don't know where they are because it's just a huge cloud covering the whole screen i would love that i would love to have a huge cloud covering the screen like most of the time so i couldn't see the bad decisions they're making (laughs) i bet charlotte could probably like rip the fattest clouds Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, probably not because she's destroyed her lungs so much from smoking. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she'd have little tiny weak clouds, just tiny little clouds. Yeah. <laughs> well, those were some good questions. So uh, if you want to send us questions, you can send them to our Tumblr at citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com or you can send us send them to us uh, at Gmail. We have a citygirlsmakedo at gmail.com account um, and follow us on Twitter at citygirlsmakedo. I forget how Twitter works. That's the handle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So Summer, do you want to plug anything like your Twitter, your art or? Yeah, um, I do a lot of things, but I'll just say my Twitter is Stellar Ghost and you can find everything from there. Nice. Pretty much. You can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish, and you can find me on Tumblr at Windfall Island, 
and Alex of the show, who's not on today, but is our usual host. You can find her at uh, Dork Phoenix on Tumblr. Um, so thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Bye.